Welcome everybody out there to Raising Kings episode 32. I'm talking about a couple things. Raising kids from an auntie point of view, because she's an antonym. We have Connie here on the mic. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about raising kids from auntie point of view. She is an auntie. No kids of her own, but how many nephews and nieces do you have? Six. Six. Ages? From what to what? Um, 31 to 17. Dang. So no little ones. But no they were little ones. at one time. Yes. So what was your involvement in help raising your, your kiddos? I your was, and nephews? you know, I was involved when they were younger. With, you know, when my sisters first had their kids, my... One of my sisters, she ended up getting divorced and her kids were like, you know, four and two. And um, I lived in Denver at the time and I helped her a lot with her kids as far as, you know, with her work schedule. And I just help her whenever she needed me to come babysit or pick him up from something or take him to something. Village mentality. Sweet. Yeah. So I was involved a lot. And then my my other sister, um, same thing. I... When her daughter was little, my sister was going through some um, alcohol addiction issues at the time. And I had her, I had my niece every weekend for probably three or four years. Wow. So you kind of raised her. Well, from a young age. And then mm-hmm. it kind of stopped about, I don't know, when she got to be about eight or nine, I think. My sister and I had a falling out and we just, she kind of, not that she took her away from me. It just, she's. I just quit keeping her on the weekends. And so, yeah, so I had her a lot when they were young. And now that they're older, especially the youngest one who's 17, I I go to her events. You know, she plays volleyball and she's cheerleading. And so I really make an effort to try and go to all of her events. I take off of work early, you know, and to go make these things because um, now that I'm older, I realize that I didn't do that with the other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I before I was like, well, if I go to one event per per sport or activity, that was enough. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, I don't think it was not to be fully involved in their lives and to show them that you care and are proud of them. And because you you can tell a kid you're proud of them all the time, but, but I think up. actions yep. speak louder than words, and that's the kind of how I take things. So I have regrets in that regard with my other sister. Um, she was able to stay at home, so she didn't require as much help But um, when they were young. But now, as her kids are older, she's got two special needs kids. And I, um, my one niece, she's the oldest. She's 31. And I try and do stuff with her, probably not as often as I should, but... I'll have her come over and spend the night. Or That's cool. I'll take her. I took her with me to Albuquerque for Thanksgiving. And um, and so we're all, and my, my other sisters are involved, and we're all pretty, we're all fairly close, I think, in that regard. But So your advice to aunties and uncles out there is to get stay involved as much as you can. Yeah. Even though they're not your kids because they still need to be raised. Yeah. Yeah. And have a different, somebody's different perspective. And, you know, not that my sisters take anything I have to say, but if there's something that they're doing and I'll question, well, why are you doing it that way? Or what are you doing? And I try the the parent, how they're, how they're disciplining or whatever the situation may be. But I do try and stay out of it, but I do say, well, why are you doing it that way? Or 
mine's a little different. My brother was here before Thanksgiving and he hooked up with all three of my kids and, and I know they tell him things that they don't tell me, which is fine. And I don't ask, you know, that's that uncle niece and nephew thing. So I don't even ask because I don't want to know at this point, but it's just nice to have him as an extra sounding board. So they'll tell him things that, that they won't tell me. So something, something gets done and he can, he can handle it. How was he involved in their lives growing up? Uh, man, he came out every Christmas. So he was pretty close to him. The distance was, was a factor, but he talked to him on the phone all the time. And he, and he talks to him on the phone now, you know, texts and, you know, with cell phones and texts. So they talk all the time. Oh, and, that's good. And they love Uncle Marvin. There was a story. Uncle Marvin is gay. Tion was playing a soccer game down at El Pumar, down there by Harrison High School. Mm-hmm. And David and Dawson had to go to the bathroom at halftime. So I took David and Dawson to the bathroom and, and, uh, Dawson was kicking a rock and David said, don't kick that rock. That's gay. And I said, okay, here's my, here's my thing. I said, David, what's, what's gay? He goes, that's when a girl kisses a girl and a boy kisses a boy. And, and I said, uh, well, David's uncle Marvin gay. No, he just acts like a girl. So <laughs> I called my brother that night. I said, dude, when you come home Christmas, you need to talk to your uncle, uh, to your nephew and niece. So it was all good. They love uncle Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. We, we went to his wedding. In uh, New York, two three years ago, and we had a good time. So that uncle, that uncle niece nephew thing is different than the parent daughter son thing. Mm-hmm. So it's I it's, think the kids feel yeah less safe, safe, maybe? less intimidated, more more able to open up. Yes. Um, uh, we used to go. My brother and I used to go to our grandmother's. Same same thing every summer when we were kids. Like a month, yeah, down in Arkansas, it was awesome. Yeah, it was just not having that thumb on us from my mom, and she had a big thumb. She had a huge thumb. She still got a big thumb. <laughs> it's just, it's just got no, no uh, filter thumb. Yeah. But yeah, but it's always nice to have other people help raise your kids because it gives them a different, gives your kids a different perspective. Yeah, makes them more rounded. I think. Yeah, you get different liberties when you're at somebody's house. We did the same thing when I was growing up. I'd go to my um, aunts and uncles, and I would stay with them, not the whole summer, but, you know, a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And you just learn different things, like, because this particular aunt and uncle, they had a snow cone business. And so we, as kids, would drive around the, this town in New Mexico and sell snow cones, and you know, my cousin would drive, and she was like fourteen, and <laughs> wow, drive around town and sell snow cones. So, you know, I got to make some money at that age, and they were their um, discipline was different. We had, you know, the our curfew. I could go out. We went out at night, and you're like, yeah, this is sweet, yeah. Because at home, my mom didn't let down. us do that. Yeah, so you got to experience different things, and. And so I think it's good for kids to be able to do that. You're absolutely right to experience mm. different things with, that their parents don't know about. I think if your kids have a chance to go hang out with other family members for whatever the reason, for like days or weeks at a time, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Plus, it gives you a break. You don't realize the break you get and you know that, oh, I miss them. That's crap. Yeah. <laughs> You're enjoying the break. You yeah. can sleep in. Mom, 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 dad, 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 dad. You don't hear that stuff. Yeah. And you get a break. So it's all good for everybody, I think. 
And for those who can't experience it, I kind of feel sorry for them. It's kind of like when when kids go to college and they've never been anywhere except at home. Yeah. And they go to college in the dorm room and, man, they have a hard time assimilating big yes. time because they've never been anyplace away from their mom and dad. And were able to make their own decisions yeah. and yeah. Experiencing, on, experiencing things on their own. Eat their own snow cone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I think it's super beneficial to be involved in my nieces and nephews' lives and um, – and staying involved and staying in touch and evolving with technology. Like now, you know, I don't feel like my nieces and nephews anyway, I'm going to get more communication from texting them. I probably would get even more if I did Instagram or something. Oh, but, yeah. But I... The uh, harder the harder the social media, the more in touch they'll be with you. Yeah. Yeah. I learned Instagram and and I see stuff from them on there every day. Do you? But it's hard though. It's Instagram takes a lot of time. A oh, lot of effort. does it? Yeah. I I'm not on it, so I don't. Yeah. But I do what I do is I uh um every morning I I send a group text to the three kids. I I say daddy loves you morning, daddy loves you and I'll send two old school videos links from from uh YouTube. Like the other day I did Bohemian Rhapsody and We Will Rock You. <laughs> so I always do something old school like Marvin Gaye, the Jacksons, Ohio Players, Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I always do two videos to them every morning. Do they listen to them? Every now – well, they say they do. Every now and then I'll get a reply and I'll be like, Err. but maybe once or twice a week I get a reply. But I keep doing it. I've been doing it for months. Good for you. Every morning I get on there and I do it. It takes about five minutes. Uh, I say, morning, day loves you, and I send two YouTube videos. Wow. And they say they look at them, and every now and then I get a response, like, hey, somebody responded. Got to go pay Lotto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's, another it's, miracle it's like that. if they respond. But I had to learn how to text, though, when my oldest two went to college, because I didn't text and vowed I would never text. But I learned how to text, and I text the King's English, uh, that B4 <laughs> and all, all this other crap. It's the King's English. My daughter said, Daddy, you text too long. It's because it's the King's English, honey. It's entire words. Yeah. Well, that's great. It's all about putting forth the effort and staying involved. And if you want to have a relationship, you have to put forth the work to. Even if they text it. you at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they text you at midnight. You don't have to respond. But Yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, you do? Call me tomorrow. <laughs> that's all you can say. Also, I want to have a good relationship with my nieces and nephews so they take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> oh, oh, caregiving. Boy, we're going to segue. <laughs> caregiving. Yeah. got to. Gosh, I yeah. know quite a bit of nieces and nephews that are taking care of their aunt or uncle. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a few I know. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah, I don't know anybody. So there's there's hope for you. Since you don't have any kids, you know, you got to rely on somebody. I do. Yeah, that's, that's why you got to get that young guy. Get that young guy. Yeah, 39. Yeah, <laughs> with no expectations. <laughs> I expect him to take care of me. Take care of you. And nothing else falters. Everything stays the same. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just don't shave in the wintertime. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, Connie, we'll keep this one nice and close. But thanks for coming out. And we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.